The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. As spiritual seekers, we often receive guidance on which path to follow. This might be necessary for some time, but as we move along, we need to trust our heart and become our own guide. Welcome to Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us, a place where we can listen to everyone's heart. Your companion on the journey is Jill Asselin. Come join us now on this path of inner exploration. Here is your host, Jill Asselin. Good evening, Altair. Very good evening, Victor. It's wonderful to be back. Yes, thank you very much for coming back, especially at this late time in your day or in your night. Thank it you. Is. Thank you. It's very much my pleasure and my honor to be here. So thank you too. Good. Uh, I won't say much about last week's show, but I would like to start today's with uh, a poem. A poem by uh, an Austrian uh, writer called Reino Mayra Relke. I think it was very... Uh, famous around the turn of the 20th century, and uh, his poem is called uh, God Speaks to Each of Us. And it goes, uh, God speaks to each of us as he makes us, then walks with us silently out of the night. These are words we dimly hear. You send out beyond your recall. Go to the limits of your longing. Embody me. Flare up like flame and make big shadows I can move in. Let everything happen to you. Beauty and terror. Just keep going. No feeling is final. Don't let yourself lose me. Nearby is the country they call life. You will know it by its seriousness. Give me your hand. Thank you. That, that's very beautiful. I really love that. And I love the, uh, every word and the very last sentence, give me your hand. Give me your hand, yes. Is perfect for what you and I are talking about because uh, we are sharing together. We're sharing with everybody out there. You and I, Victor, we are sharing a unity and a love and a shared heart. So... We're reaching out with your hands to everybody that is listening, and we're sharing with those that are listening. The love that we share can cross any boundary, and we cross those boundaries by dying to ourself. So when you were saying, don't let yourself lose me, and nearby is the country that we call life, that is a love that does cross all boundaries, all countries. By dying to ourselves, we gain a higher self and we're born to an eternal life. Now, many people have heard those words. They're familiar to all of us. And the real question is, how do we do that practically? How do we die to ourselves? How do we give our hand? And how does God speak to each one of us? When we, when we consider dying to ourselves, 
it's more of a metamorphosis or a birth that transforms us to a higher state. So we die, we die as minerals, we die as plants, we die as animals, and we die and we're born into a human realm. But actually there's nothing to fear because unity and love draws us ever closer to the beloved, to God. And when has dying ever made us any less? I worked with death and dying in Therese Schroeder-Shecker's program called Chalice of the Repose throughout the United States. And I witnessed that when we die and we shrug off this human form, we sprout an angel's head and wings. And that too, the angel, will fall away and it will remove veils and reveal a naked truth because the form that remains is actually a form that stands in front of the face of love and light of the divine. And when that angel form that we have falls away, what remains is something that our imagination cannot contain. It's pure nothing. It's unlimited light. It's the unlimited light of love and being. And it's a song that we sing when we return to God. So it's extremely powerful. All these things, all these things that we experience, they are a unity and a love. And we touch the soul in all forms. We know those forms to be ourself. So I'm going to tell you a story about this unity and this love and this shared heart. And there's a little meditation woven into it. So listen closely. It's a little magic. Thank you. So... Practicing very simple breathing exercises with deep devotion was something that I was taught when I was very young as a way of getting close to God, to the soul, to our true self, to unity, to the angel within, to the earth angel that everybody, each one of us is. Those simple breathing exercises, when they're done with devotion, help us to experience many openings and awakenings as has been described by shamans, mystics, and saints all throughout the world. It's our birthright. We experience this together. So I'm in your heart, and you are in my heart. We just need to listen and to feel and open. When we start to see, we start to understand exactly what has been spoken about from very ancient times. From last week's show when we spoke about the experience with the craft, which some people would call a UFO, it was some weeks later that I was walking along a beach. I was with a group of friends. And they asked me about the, my abilities and wanted me to prove that I could summon a craft or a UFO, as I had described it in last week's show. I asked what would be a simple proof for them. It was the middle of the day. We just had lunch and we were on a beach uh, in the Kaikouras in New Zealand. And they said, well, why don't you call the dolphins? And I said, would, well, would that prove to you that I could actually communicate? And they said, yes, yes, that would be sufficient. So we all agreed and I sat down on the beach and I began to meditate. I used a particular exercise that I'm going to do with everybody here in a few minutes it's called the Venus-Jupiter exercise. It's very simple, and it involves understanding the breath, 
the inner breath, the breath that we started to work on last week called the astral breath or the breathing in the astral spine. As I sat, for just a few moments, I felt the consciousness of the ocean. It was like being inside the brain of a dolphin, in, right inside my body. Several minutes later, three wild do- dolphins swam along the beach. I can't tell you how much joy I felt. It was a really beautiful occasion. They turned and they swam right into where I was sitting. My friends were amazed. The dolphins waited there at the edge of the beach and I gazed out at them. I asked my friends if they wanted to swim with the dolphins who were communicating in high-pitched squeals like dolphins do to, to us. <laughs> my friends just stood there in amazement and I took off my clothes, ran into the ocean alone and swam with the dolphins for about 20 minutes as they ducked and dived and jumped and played around me. It, it was incredibly beautiful. They spoke to me just in the same way as I'm speaking to all of you now. And I was able to understand them and they were able to understand me. I was in their heart and they were in mine. It was truly, truly joyful. Those exercises that I did are what are called Venus-Jupiter exercises. They're very simple and they involve an understanding of what I have called the astral spine, which is a hollow tube of light that exists on the inside of your body and goes all the way from the base of the spine all the way up to your brain. I want you to imagine that the astral spine has either side of it two tubes of light, and in yoga they are called the ida and the pingala. They're like two smaller channels of light that exist either side of your spine. So as you're listening, imagine first of all a spine of light, a hollow tube of light that goes right the way from the base of the spine all the way up to your brain. And either side of them, imagine two smaller tubes of light, one to the left and one to the right. The ida corresponds to your left-hand side and the pingala to your right-hand side. So to activate this energy, and it is very simple and enormously powerful, all you need to do is breathe, and I'm going to guide you for just a few moments. It's very powerful because it activates subtle astral bodies to do with the feminine, the passive, the goddess nature. The Venus energy is emerald green. So with very deep devotion, as you're listening to me, imagine that you are breathing the pure color and divine light of emerald green up the left-hand side of your body. So I want you to visualize and feel the gentle, tender, emerald green power of Venus rising up the left-hand side of your spine in this left-hand channel called the Eda channel with a normal inward breath until you get to your third eye. So you're going to breathe all the way up to the third eye. And as you breathe out, I want you to imagine that that green energy arcs all the way out from your third eye and all the way back down to the base of the spine. So as you breathe in, you're breathing in this pure emerald green, soft, tender energy all the way up to the third eye. And as you breathe out, you breathe out this green, emerald green, pure energy all the way down to the base of the spine. 
As you breathe in, you breathe all the way up the left-hand side of your spine, all the way up to the third eye. And as you breathe out, all the way out and down to the base of the spine. As you breathe in, all the way up to the third eye area. And as you breathe out, all the way down to the base of the spine. As you breathe in, you draw the energy up from the base of your spine, the pure emerald green energy of the venous breath, all the way up the left-hand side of your body, all the way up to the third eye. And as you breathe out, you breathe out all the way, as if it's traveling in an arc, all the way out and down to the base of your spine. So we're going to do that one more time. Breathe all the way up. Breathe that emerald green energy up, up, up the spine, all the way to the third eye area. And as you breathe out, all the way down, all the way out and down, right back down to the base of the spine. Now I just want you to breathe normally for three breaths. Just deeply breathe in and out. Deeply breathe in and out. Breathe in and out. Breathe in and out. And now you're going to take your attention to the right-hand side of your body. The right-hand side of your body is called the pingala, or the right-hand energy stream, and in this case we're going to name it Jupiter. The Jupiter energy system, which is a connecting energy. The Venus side is to actually generate enough energy to allow you to connect in the same way as I did with the dolphins. So this time I want you to take your attention to the right-hand side of the body. And we're only going to do this twice. I want you very simply to this time imagine a ruby red energy, a very deep and powerful ruby red color that goes all the way from the base of the spine all the way up to your third eye area on the right-hand side of your spine. I want you to visualize and feel that ruby-red energy start to travel all the way up the right-hand side of your spine. And this time I want you to do it with an open mouth. The Venus breath was done with with a closed mouth. This is done with an open mouth. So as you visualize and feel, I want you to draw the ruby-red energy in with the inward breath, like, and as you breathe out, I want you to send that same energy out with that same awe breath, like, as if this energy is like a cobra arcing out from the third eye area, that ruby red energy all the way out, and right down to the base of the spine. You're going to do this a second time. As you breathe up, you're going to breathe in that ruby red energy all the way up to the third eye, strongly using the open mouth, like the sound of awe. And as you breathe out, you breathe out from the third eye area. It's very powerful, it's very strong, and it's very direct. When you get back down to the base of the spine, I want you to switch back to the left-hand side, to the green, the emerald green venous energy, and I want you to start the cycle again, the inward breath, where you breathe up, with the inward breath, on the left-hand side of your 
spine with the mouth closed. And as you breathe out, darks all the way back down to the base of the spine. So you're going to find, as you do this, this is a very simple way of connecting with the Venus, which is the goddess breath, and the Jupiter breath, which is the masculine god breath, which allows you to connect in the same way as I did. What you've done here is just what I call a foundation breath. So we're just going to go and take a break as you connect with the energy that's shifted and moved in your body. I want you to stay with it. So just stay still over the period of the break. I want you to take your attention all the way back into your body. Be very centered in your heart. Place your hand on your heart. Just gently breathe. Breathing in and out. Stay really centered and stay there through this break. Just with your hand on your heart. Be very aware of the energies in your body. And be aware of the shift that's happened in your shared heart. Thank you. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America Business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us with Jeel Asselin. To reach the program, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to seeking at nurturingthegift.org. Now, back to the program. Hello again, Altair. Thank you very much. Uh, hello, for, Victor. Thank you very much for being here and for sharing uh, 
this first story about the dolphins and you swimming with the dolphins. I think it was pretty um, amazing. Uh, mm. So I, I assume there's more to the story, that it is leading us to, to something else. Yes, it and is. So I it would is. like you to, <laughs> to please let us know. I'm kind of intrigued now. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you're intrigued because, yes, the, you're, you're quite right. The dolphins were a sign, and they were a sign that we all receive. We all get signs in different ways. We all have synchronicities that occur in our lives pointing us towards the spiritual path, pointing us towards our shared heart, and pointing us towards unity consciousness. These signs often come in dreams. So I'm going to relate to you a couple of dreams that are very similar to dreams that people have where they're given a sight or a sign of things to come, or they're given a sight or a sign of something that they need to follow. Now, whether we follow that or not is very, very important. As I said, they often come in dreams. When I was only two years old, I began to have a recurring dream. I was a Tibetan monk dressed in the traditional red nochal robes with prayer beads. In the dream, I walked across a swing bridge, which spanned a huge chasm. When I was halfway across, the bridge collapsed, and I fell into the chasm. And as I fell, a God voice spoke to me, saying one word, Om. Now, I was only two years old, and I was extremely frightened. And I used to wake up every night crying and crying. And so my mother took me to see psychologists and psychiatrists. Of course. (laughs) And I was submitted to a great many tests, which I wouldn't want to repeat. They thought I could be epileptic or they thought something that they couldn't explain might be happening. And the dreams continued over a period of, of a whole year and then also subsequent to that. Finally, a doctor persuaded my mother that I was overheating and asked her to leave the blankets off me one night, and the dreams actually stopped. But I asked myself from that age, what was it that had given rise to this recurring dream? I didn't know anything of Tibetan monks or their practices. I didn't know the symbolism of the colors of the robes or their sacred chants. Uh, I was brought up a traditional Roman Catholic in an Irish Roman Catholic house, and uh, on my mum's side and my dad's side was, uh, was Maori from the traditions of New Zealand. So we didn't have television and I, didn't, I hadn't been exposed to any of those traditions at such a young age. Uh, Jung called this the collective unconscious. Um, I believe at this point it was part of my unique human energy signature. signature. It's a vibration we all have that we're all born with that connects us to past lives, to stars, to powers of infinite potential, both of terrestrial form and extraterrestrial form, if we have the courage to use them. So I wanted to find out, and some years further on when I was running a company, I sponsored the Dalai Lama in one of his early trips to New Zealand. And I had a personal audience with him. He guided me to the master Sogyal Rinpoche, who is the author of the Tibetan Book of Living and Dying. And it was with him that I took initiation into the heart of the Tibetan tradition. I was gifted with many signs like this. Uh, The dolphins returned a number of times in my life. 
such as uh, one time when I was traveling to the United States, I was actually set to return to the U.S. with L.A. being my first port of call. But I had to make a decision at that point whether I was going to go to L.A. or Tokyo. Um, And from Tokyo, I was going to go on to Amsterdam and pursue a singing career in Europe or to explore a similar option on the west coast of the United States. The night before I bought the tickets for Europe, I had, because I I decided I'm going to go to Europe, I had a lucid dream. And as I know you well, you've had lucid dreams and you've had dreams that continue when you wake up. It was one of those kind of dreams. It's a dream where you know you're dreaming. The details were crystal clear. I can remember them as clear now as they were then. Uh, It was as if I was actually there. The dream was very odd because I knew on one level it was real. Some years before, in in the story I'd related to you where I was able to communicate with three dolphins directly who swam along that beach to meet me and I jumped in in front of all my friends, that connected with this, so I knew the dream was a sign. So instead of buying tickets for Europe, because the dream was set in where I was walking uh, along a beach in Palace Verdes, it it was extremely simple. I was walking along the, the beach and in Palos Verdes, in a coastal area in the uh, peninsula there in southwest Los Angeles, and three dolphins swam along parallel to the beach. One stood up on its tail and it flapped its fin at me as if it was waving. So that's a kind of unusual dream. It's very, very memorable. I could see it crystal clear. So I knew that dream was a sign. I bought the tickets the next day for L.A., And I was staying with some friends in Palos Verdes. It was actually shortly after, very shortly after the 1994 Northridge earthquake. The area at that time was pretty cut up and some of the roads had been split and then divided and separated so that they no longer even joined at all and they weren't lying in the same path. So I walked most places and on that day I took a walk down to the beach And as I stood looking out to the ocean, I felt a familiar buzzing in my body. And it's the buzzing I get when I do those Venus and Jupiter exercises and when I connected with the dolphins the first time. I felt the same familiar buzzing and I knew something unusual was about to happen. And the buzz occurs all the way up my spine and right throughout my body. It's very, very palpable and powerful. Suddenly, three dorsal fins appeared swimming parallel to the beach, and as their bodies emerged, I could see they were dolphins. One of them, the middle one, stood up on its tail and flapped its right flipper at me, <laughs> exactly as in the dream. It was uh, so uncanny. I just stood there and I looked at the dolphin and it looked at me, and it was just so obvious that I'd been sent that message prior to that and that they were there letting me know that everything was going to be okay. And it was, and I went on and um, pursued a music career in the United States and did a lot of other things, a lot of healing work and worked with communities all over the U.S. and Canada. So that was another sign. And those are signs that we pay attention to. Those are signs that we, when we have a shared heart, when we know that that shared heart is going to bring us unity in all our experiences, not just with human beings, because I've experienced that as well, the direct telepathy with a human being, with a, a, able to 
go into another person's dream, able to connect with them, able to take packs of cards and predict what they were going to choose. So I've, I've had the, those same experiences too because of unity consciousness, because of the shared heart. So love and kindness and unity and compassion and wisdom are the gifts that we are given to help us, to remind us of the unity that we share. So I'm going to do something very simple with you, another exercise which I often use and which I sit on the train every day or when I'm in a space that I want to be very private but there's a lot of people around. I want you to try this and it's very simple. We're doing this together and it's probably one of the most basic practices that anybody can do and that is the love and kindness meditation. Uh, I want you to put your hand on your heart That's all you need to do. Put your hand on your heart, whatever hand is your dominant hand. And as your hand is on your heart, I want you to take your awareness and attention inside, right inside to that heart. And just be aware for a moment that that heart is a shared heart, that you are sharing your heart with your brothers and sisters, your family, your husband or wife, your girlfriend or boyfriend, with your children, with the animals with the earth, with every part of existence, with the entire universe that you share that heart. And as you breathe in, I just want you to say to yourself something very simple. Just say, may I be filled with love and kindness. So as you breathe in, may I be filled with love and kindness. And as you breathe out, you say, Again, inside your mind, as you breathe out, may all beings be filled with love and kindness. As you breathe in, may I be filled with love and kindness. And as you breathe out, may all beings be filled with love and kindness. As you breathe in, may I be filled with love and kindness. And I want you to feel that space in your heart growing and getting bigger, filling your body. And as you breathe out, may I be filled, may all beings be filled with love and kindness. And as you breathe out, imagine that space of the shared heart is expanding to move out beyond you into the space of the room around you, wherever you are. As you breathe in, may I be filled with love and kindness. And as you breathe out, may all beings be filled with love and kindness. Extend now that shared heart out beyond your room, out around your house. As you breathe in, may I be filled with love and kindness. This time really start to expand the space that is the shared heart within you. And as you breathe out, may all beings be filled with love and kindness. Extend that shared heart. Imagine the shared heart growing around your house, imagine it moving out into your community and touching all the people in your community. As you breathe in, you fill yourself with love and kindness. And as you breathe out, you breathe out that love and kindness out beyond your community, out into the world. Touch the city that you're in. Touch nature in every part. Touch the sky. Touch the land touch the ocean. As you breathe in, 
May I be filled with love and kindness. And as you breathe out, may all beings be filled with love and kindness. Imagine your shared heart is extending out, out, beyond this world, out and into the universe. Again, breathe in. May I be filled with love and kindness. And as you breathe out, may all beings be filled with love and kindness. Let your heart extend out, out beyond the universe, out as far as you can imagine. So just gently and deeply, just be still, be quiet, be silent, be at peace. Just gently watch the rise and fall of the breath. Watch the space of the shared heart. Feel that unity, the consciousness of the shared heart, the love and the light that you and I are sharing right now, that you and I are sharing with each and every living being in all existence. We all breathe, we all love, and we all have peace. So you breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. So to finish this exercise, I want you to imagine that that love and kindness now is starting to fill your body. Bring yourself back to the body, back to the breath, and back to the astral spine that we spoke of before, the hollow tube of light that exists all the way from the base of the spine all the way up to your brain. I want you to gently take that beautiful love and kindness that you've been so softly nurturing in your being. I want you to let it move inside that astral spine. Imagine a hollow tube of light just inside your spine is now filled with love and kindness. On the inward breath, draw that love and kindness from the base of the spine all the way up to your heart. And as you breathe out, breathe it all the way down, right back down to the base of the spine and right down to the core of the earth, right down into the earth so that you're now grounding yourself and connecting with Mother Gaia, with Mother Earth. As you breathe in, breathe love and kindness inside the inner spine, the spine of light, the astral spine called the Sushumna in yoga. And as you breathe out, breathe all the way back down to the base of the spine, right down to the core of the earth. As you breathe in, breathe all the way up to your heart, fill your heart with love and kindness. And as you breathe out, breathe all the way back down, all the way down to the base of the spine all the way through to the core of the earth. Fill the earth with your love and kindness. Fill the earth with your love and kindness. Thank you. Bring your attention back. Bring your attention back to the body, back to the heart. Back to being present here and now. Thank you. Thank you very much. 
The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Now there's a new destination for video content. VoiceAmerica.tv. Just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us with Jeel Asselin. To reach the program, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to seeking at nurturingthegift.org. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, Altair. Thank you very much, Victor. Yes, thank you very much again for being with us today. My pleasure. Yes, your meditation about love and kindness made me think about a, a poem, a prayer we recited last October when I was attending a retreat. And it's a very short uh, poem that I would like to share with um, all of you now. It goes, uh, may I see this day through Buddha eyes. May I hear this day through Buddha ears. May I love this day with a Buddha heart. May all I come in contact be awakened to their true nature. That's very beautiful. That is very beautiful. And it is exactly what we are both talking about. The shared heart, our true nature. The Buddha eyes, the Buddha ears, and the Buddha heart. So the story I want to share with you next is exactly about that, the Buddha heart, the shared heart, and the shared consciousness. Victor, you have uh, absolute divine ability to be able to choose things that lead right from one thing to another. You are a true divine connector. Oh, we have a good, good connection, that's why. Heart-to-heart connection. Heart-to-heart, I have to say. Yes. You get it right every single time. So, um, so many blessings to you uh, for this. That is a very be- beautiful poem. So, the Buddha heart, I'm going to give you an example of how I experienced that. Uh, the shared heart 
is something that we all share. The Buddha heart is something that we all share. Shared consciousness, and it's a unity consciousness that allows us to explore dimensions that we may never have thought of. My mother is Kuan Yin. Now, I will explain what this means. Very simply, she is always in my heart, as I am always in hers. For those of you who don't know Kuan Yin, I will explain shortly. And I want you to think, while I'm talking about this story, because this story is about us, I want you to bring to mind someone. It could be your father, mother. It could be a god or goddess. It could be a deity or an entity that's very special. It could be Krishna or Buddha or Christ. I want you to hold that consciousness in your heart as I'm talking because I'm talking to you just as Kuan Yin spoke to me. And we're talking about this together. So this is your Buddha heart and my Buddha heart that is speaking together. Just as Victor's Buddha, Buddha heart is speaking to me right now through his poem. So Kuan Yin is always in my heart as I'm in hers. Wherever she is, there I am. And wherever I am, there she is. The connection, the love that I feel for her is that deep. To really go beyond your imagination and to touch the unity of divinity, to touch the unity of the Buddha heart, of one, of all that is, you only need to let go of yourself and come in contact with the awakened true nature. You only need to reach out for help from the creator, from God, from Krishna, from Buddha, from Christ, from your true self, from your true nature. That true nature, the Buddha heart, is within you. It is within you. People like me, people like you, people like us, we find it easy if we think about following the path of a lover. Just as one would with a lover, we all know the power of being in love. So imagine that love linked with divinity. Imagine that love linked with a Buddha heart. Imagine that love and unity with light every moment, awake. That was the experience I had with Kuan Yin, and that is the experience we are going to have now. As you remember your Krishna, your Buddha, your Christ, as you remember who you are as we're speaking together, Kuan Yin gave me a sign, a sign from her and a sign of how to do this. It was some years ago when I was in Australia and a friend of mine had just come back from India, in fact, from meeting Sai Baba. And she was given a gift of a very unusual kind. He gave her a statue of Kuan Yin. And he told her to go and visit particular monks in India that were devoted to Kuan Yin. So she did what he said. And when she came back, the statue of Kuan Yin 
And Guan Yin is known as the goddess of mercy, the goddess of compassion, the bodhisattva of compassion throughout much of the Asian world. Where I live here in Japan, I'm surrounded by Guan Yin, who is known as Kanon-sama in Japanese. So the bodhisattva of compassion, the mother of compassion, the mother who cries tears for humanity, surrounds me here and surrounds you. That statue was sitting in a big room along with another statue of the god Ganesha. Out of the god Ganesha flowed a divine nectar called Amrita. Now there was just one statue about half a meter in, in height. But all around that statue was filled a pool, like a bath-sized pool of Amrita that was flowing continuously out of that statue. My friend told me to kneel in front of Guan Yin and pray to her, And she would give me a gift if my heart was true and if I made a connection. Now, I already loved Guan Yin for many, many years before when I'd helped my mother with refugees from Cambodia who had come to New Zealand to find a place, to find a home. My mother, bless her sweet soul, spent her entire lifetime working for Vietnamese and Cambodian refugees and taking them out of the killing fields and placing them into New Zealand homes, sometimes with the most horrific and tragic stories behind them. Sometimes they'd lost their entire family and there was just one person remaining. And my mother, my beautiful mother, did this for all the people that came into her embrace. So I learnt from my mother. I learnt compassion, I learned love, and I learned unity consciousness, that those people, those refugees who came all the way to New Zealand were part of my family. And they taught me about Guan Yin, and they taught me about compassion, the true heart of compassion, because really, truly they had nothing, absolutely nothing, and most times not even a family. So when I knelt in front of that statue of Guan Yin, (laughs) I could really feel that. It makes me very emotional even just thinking about it because those people, I love them dearly. And so it was their heart, their shared heart, that I gave to Guan Yin that statue when I knelt in front of her. I gave them all their sorrows, all their tragedies, and all the love that they had as the gift, as the gift that I'd learned from them. From the heart of that statue suddenly came a pearl, the most beautiful pearl you can imagine. It grew. It grew on a thin silken thread that came out of the heart of the statue and dropped into my hand as I prayed in front of the statue. A beautiful pearl dropped into my hands. And she spoke to me and said, follow me. I'm in your heart and you're in mine. That simple message I carry to this day 
And whoever you follow, whether it is Krishna, Buddha, Christ, or some other great being, I just say, make that being truly deeply in your heart. And everything that you wish, all your dreams will come true from that one simple act. I was absolutely amazed by the simple and wondrous miracle. And I took the pearl to a jeweler friend of mine who was fascinated by what had happened when I told him. And he told me that it was a very rare, deep ocean pearl created naturally by an oyster and therefore very expensive and difficult to acquire. It was actually worth a lot of money. And he asked me where I, could go, where I got it from and whether he could buy it. But I said, obviously, that it wasn't for sale. I used it for many years for healing work. And I truly felt blessed by my mother. When I told him the story, I told him it many times. He thought I was joking and he kept plying me for the real story. But that was the real story. It was no wonder. It was a true gift from the universe. So that was a sign. That was a sign of devotion. It was a sign of unity. It was a sign that not only can we share our hearts with dolphins and human beings, but also with a goddess, with a, a being, a deity, with a consciousness that is pure love and compassion. So I'm going to give you a visualization, one of the visualizations that she's given me. And this is a visualization that's very common, that is used throughout the world, and yet it is very helpful to take you right into the essence of the shared heart. Your body is a temple of the purest light. The exercises that we're sharing together are like an awakening. So we're going to go deeply into that astral spine I was talking about before, the spine that is right at the center of your body inside the physical spine. And we're going to rebuild your temple of light. We're going to rebuild your body and the light that is working within it. The techniques that I'm using are actually a combination of Shakti, Kundalini and Kriya techniques. So basically what's happening is there is a divine feminine creative force that is working within you. So we're going to keep it very simple. I want you to imagine a golden flame. And I want you to imagine that that flame is coiled and lit at the base of your spine. And then very simple, very simply, take your attention within and begin to breathe. I want you to imagine that this golden flame is a pool of light coiled at the base of your spine. It's very powerful and it's pure force. It's lying there awaiting your bidding. It is unimaginable powers and its purpose is to bring you love and wisdom. I want you to sit with it, love and honor it. I want you to wait until you truly feel it. Be patient. Allow yourself to breathe in and out of that pool of light and love. And as we've done before, I want you to gently breathe up and into your heart from this golden pool, this golden flame. Imagine the golden flame is breathing, moving up 
the astral spine up and into your heart. And as you breathe out, you breathe all the way back down to the base of the spine. Just very simply, bring that deep devotion, the deep love, the deep tenderness and care for all of humanity into the love that's moving inside your being with this golden flame. Breathing out to the heart and breathing out. Breathing out to the heart and breathing out. Breathing out to the heart and breathing out. Gently and slowly, I want you to bring your attention back, back to us, Very gently feel, place your hand on your heart. Feel the love and tenderness that is awakened in your body. I want you to gently, gently stay present with me here and now. Because I've given my dear brother Victor tones to awaken your DNA. Specific frequencies coded to assist you to remember and touch this higher heart that you're experiencing, to be able to find divine love. They're available only from Brother Victor, my very, very kind host. So if you email him at seeking at nurturingthegift.org, he will send you the codes with specific instructions on how to use them. These are a gift from the source. They are manifested from the source and they are pure pure gifts of the love and unity and the consciousness that we have been speaking about. Love and blessings from the source. Altair. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. So please email me if you like a copy of those codes. It's an MP3 file. Again, the email address is seeking at nurturingthegift.org. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us on Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us. Your personal journey, assisted by your guide and companion, Giel Asselin, will continue next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be sure to tune in again. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.